Wait, are, are we going to be able to say it at the same time this time, or are we going to have problems like last time? No, all right, let's say it at the same time this all time. All right, and we're going to say it the same way. We're going to say it the same way. All right, guys, this is the fourth episode, and we're trying to get this right. The fourth episode. Fourth. Quattro. Of the... Huh. Two, two Bells, Bells Podcast. The official Two Bells Podcast. All right, we're not going to do that anymore because it sounds like kind of cheesy. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why I said, Do you re- are you sure you want to say it at the I, same time? In my mind... It, it was lit. It was lit in your mind. I think it was lit. I had like, like, ma- it was like, it's like the beginning to a mixtape with like mad bottles of lean on it and there, fucking the sky's raining Skittles. There's a reason why two chains is one person. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that nigga in stereo. No. I don't think the world's ready for that. Um, so we are officially back once again, another week. Yep. Fourth week. That means we have been doing this podcast for a full month. So shout out to yeah. us. Yeah, our month anniversary is coming up. What'd you get me? Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making Jada kiss noises? Then yeah, got you that new Dame Dash instructional <laughs> finance. <laughs> that, shit is, that shit is a pamphlet. That shit is a pamphlet on the back of a napkin. <laughs> did you see like? Oh yo! Did you see the article that he owes forty two thousand dollars in child support? <laughs> Yeah, of course he does. He don't pay bills on time. And then someone... He's from Uptown. We don't ever pay bills on time. Someone retweeted it and said, um, yeah, it's stupid to save your money or whatever he said in the stupid interview. Yo, dog. Nah, I think the funniest part is, like, after all this, him and Kanye bought Karma Loop. And I was like, that's still not paying your debt. No. You're just getting... You're you're getting more debt, yeah. You're getting getting sort of a percentage of money Mm -hmm. because you're probably not a full owner. Right. Because why would Kanye leave you in charge of something? Yeah. He knows you. <laughs> I don't know. He's apparently a part owner in multiple things this week, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, First thing, this Wale album, the album about well, nothing. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, oh. let, let's introduce ourselves. Again? Well, no. Yeah, I we know who he is, nigga. We, you introduce, yeah, we introduce as a Two Chains podcast, but we got to say like- Two this Chains? Two, two Belts podcast. Woo! Woo. Editing that out. all right well this is carlos and this is jamil and this is once again yeah the fourth installment of the two bells podcast foe (laughs) so um yeah let's get into this wale album because wale dropped his album this week um it is Mm -hmm. one of the uh, is probably one of the final drops of this like momentous ass march that we've had for hip hop in terms mm-hmm. of all the releases, whether it be uh you know a surprise release or a predetermined release or all of that. Absolutely. Um, while they dropped his album la- this Tuesday, well last Tuesday or this Tuesday? How do you say it? Last Tuesday. This Tuesday. Is it this Tuesday? Yeah, it's this Tuesday then. He dropped it this Tuesday. Um, depending when you're hearing this podcast, exactly March thirty first, and it's the album about nothing, and pretty much I don't know how do you feel about it. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> I wasn't impressed. I was going into this thinking, you know, maybe Wale's learned his lesson. Maybe he's going to expand his repertoire and do things that would be extremely radio friendly, as opposed to mildly. Yeah, I mean, but, um, but he wasn't yeah, convincing me. I, I honestly. As a this whole, album really was about <laughs> nothing. As a whole, I wasn't really feeling it either in terms of um, just just from everything that's been brought on the album. There wasn't a lot of necessarily versatility in terms of a lot of the tracks uh, musically. A lot of the tracks, there really wasn't any sort of versatile delivery that he brought. After mm-hmm. a, a couple of tracks, they just really just started to all blur together. 
Yeah. After a while, but um, it was all that poetic, like slowed down. Let me talk to you and tell you what's really going on right here, right? With these bitches and these niggas. Um, but I think like, <laughs> I mean, lyrically, pretty it, strong. Yeah. I think lyrically, in terms of just what he's saying, it's still a pretty strong album. What it? Um, he's just he's diving in on a lot of different themes and concepts and things like that. And I think that's really the most standout thing about the album is just a bunch of different concepts and themes from it. Because I think on the last couple of albums, especially since he's uh, moved to the MMG imprint under Mm -hmm. Rick Ross, he's just sort of, it's sort of been a lot about the same thing. Like he's had themes that are just like popular for radio and the themes that are just real, you know, what, He's 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 had this line of just creating this sort of trap music that's more of the MMG sound, and then sort of catering to his old sound, just lightly touching on it with like more of the the singles for the ladies and things. I think this is more as a whole. This is more Wale's album than anything, mm-hmm. and just in terms of what he's brought it, from pre MMG, this is more just like pure Wale. And I think just overall as a sound, it really didn't. It didn't like hold up well after like a couple tracks. Honestly, I think if the, it it would have this would have been a lot better as a mixtape or oh, yeah. um, just just real shorter. Or shorter, yeah. You can't give me the same product over and over again in a long format like this. Like it's thirteen tracks, right? Each of them is almost on average going to be longer than four minutes, right? And I think you can't give me four minutes of this slow like. Oh. It's just a yeah. It's a it's a lot of the same thing, and I think um just a lot of critics. And it's like it's what's even worse is it's like the production doesn't even get me intrigued at certain moments. You know, yeah. it's supposed to switch up and change from track to track. I think um I think most of it. I think I I get to see why I know why the sort of sound is sort of the same because this is more. More than his previous albums, more than Ambition, or more than um, Attention Deficit, or more than The Gifted. This is more of a concept album, and I think more concept mm-hmm. albums typically follow the same sort of theme. But it's just like this, like, it really, it really never, I didn't feel at any time this album sort of picked up in sort of a real strong stretch. It was more like... You had you had a good song. You had a song like maybe White Shoes and The Pessimist, and then it sort of dipped off, and then it sort of picked up again, like The Girls on Drugs and like The Need to Know, and then it would sort of drop off again and then pick up again. It never really had this sort of steady momentum. Yeah, it never had... It, it felt like it didn't have energy. It felt like I was listening to a young OG tape. That shit does not have energy to it. No, it's just... I, I would have... I get it because it's a concept album it has to do you know uh, it was inspired by his like mixtape about nothing which is then inspired by Seinfeld the show and it feature a lot of great gems by Seinfeld like yeah a lot of great like life lessons told through like a like a satirical format but just like overall musically like I couldn't really like get into this album and I tried trust yo, me I tried like five times I've listened I can't to this wait. album I can't wait till Jerry Seinfeld drops his mixtape <laughs> Easy. I don't. Has he ever dropped like a comedy album? Probably. Sure. He probably has. A lot of older comedians have done that. Yeah, like comedians from the nineties. Like he's. Has he ever won a Grammy? It would be crazy if he. You know. If, if, if he <laughs> he in the background Grammy? of one of his videos holding a, a comedy album Grammy, right, or something along that lines. But yeah, he's I, going to diss like Tim the Toolman Taylor and shit, <laughs> and Bob Saget. Like he's like you bitch ass, you bitch ass sitcom dads. It's just it it had some it had some features on it. I think he didn't he um 
he didn't want any sort of rap features on the album, so he got like J. Cole on the hook for The Pessimist and like SZA and like Stokely Williams, Usher. I know there's a lot more uncredited, um, mm-hmm. a lot more. Unc- Especially on the writer's section. There's a Janet Jackson, which was the sample in Girls on Drugs. There's a- I hate when samples are put as features. Because you're not really putting, you, they didn't get in the studio with right. you or any of your producers and or engineers I, and come I up with this. N- I'm surprised that she cleared that sample, but apparently it was a really, really great song. Apparently, um, no. Apparently, she needed. She needed. <laughs> she needed a little. Exposure. She's not doing much lately. She's not. She's chilling. Like I think she's she still ma- fine. She married this like Indian billionaire, I think, or something along those lines, and she's just like chilling out here. She's just oh, like, she don't you, have to work. She, yeah, she doesn't have to do any of that. It's I mean, fine. she has her own money, but you know, it's whatever. fine. She's she's getting off. She's 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 getting you know her weekly poetic justice. Um, checks in the mail. <laughs> Thank you, Kendrick and Drake. She's getting the, those. She's getting other. You know, I think we're now entering this sort of like realm where a lot of people are sampling Janet Jackson songs. Janet and then, Jackson, especially Missy too. I think a lot of people. I think she's going to return. I think she should, or when she does return, it will be much more in like a um, a novelty act sort of vein. Like sort of you like, think she's going to be in performing in Vegas three times yeah, a week? Yeah, it's and more shit. of like a novelty act. She has that catalog to really, really just like push it and yeah. really do that. So I think she'll. Um, I'm I, not. I'm not sure if she can be like on the pulse of music or anything, but no. But she's got a lot of influence when it comes to like, like music, as in like, like samples and things like that. Right. Like right now, especially because it's like now it's like almost twenty years. Yeah. It's, it's getting to be twenty years from like when those albums were released. Well, more than twenty years. She's been out since like the eighties. No, but I'm talking about like her oh, 90s oh. joints. Oh, okay, all right. So, w- so what do you want to rate this album like completely? <sighs> so it's like it's solid lyrically. I mean, the beats are cool, but they're not. They don't make me go, "Hey, I, yeah. I gotta have this." So I give it two top, two chopped cheeses. I'll give it. I'll give it two point five. I'll give, 2.5? 2.5. I'll give it a two point five. I'll give it a. I'll give it a two point five. You giving it a shoulder lean over? Like <laughs> I'll give it a two point five. It was okay. It was cool. I mean, I, I, a lot of people are feeling this album. I'm not completely sure mm-hmm. why. I mean, like heavily feeling. Like this is like the best Wale album that he's ever. This is like the best material that he had, and it probably is. But in the sense of just like as an entire. It's an entire album. I don't think it really stands up. I don't think it stands up. Uh, to his last ones, and I don't really think it'll sort of live far beyond like this year, or even maybe the next month or so. It's just the albums, the the songs really just don't grab. A lot of the songs really don't grab needed, my attention. What he needed was better, like producers, like a wider range of producers. I think so, and just like a di- just like a different variety of things. Yeah, because like you see so many names repeated, and it's killing me. Yeah. I mean, he's got DJ Dahi on this, which I love, like, because DJ Dahi is, like, a dope-ass producer. Um, he produced a lot of things, like, he produced the new Ty Dolla Sign single, Stand Up. He produced um, Dom Kennedy. Dom, Kem- uh, Dom Kennedy. Holy shit. Yeah, he produced Mama Cita for Travis Scott. Which is dope. Bet by Tanache, Dope again. Catalactica by Big Crit. Dope again. Um... So he's he's got a few. It's not a lot of big name producers. He's got Jake One on it, DJ Khalil. Um, I think that's in terms of just the big name producers that like 
who have le- actually have their own sort of Wikipedia page or anything like that. <laughs> um, if you're a producer with no Wikipedia page, you right. might as well just be telling me, check my SoundCloud, bro. <laughs> um, you want to get into this Ludacris album now? Absolutely. Because Ludo he also Versal. he also dropped his album this week. Um, it's not getting as much, you know, notoriety against a Wale album because Ludacris think, isn't really current. Well, when I looked at it, I was like, the single that he dropped for it didn't feel like a super strong single. I mean, he has that Miguel hook, but... N- none of them were really strong sing- I don't think he... he- I don't think there's like there's an official single no, for this album, but there's not an official single for this album. The crit joint was cool. I didn't. I don't know. I don't hear that like actively spin. Like I, I don't. I don't hear it actively spin either. But it's a cool joint. Like I'd spin it. Um, I. This, I wouldn't give it super duper prime time priority, but I wouldn't. But he he dropped. I an, wouldn't say it's not a good album. He like, finally right. dropped his album this week. I think this is his first album in five years. Holy shit! This is his first album in five years, which is crazy since he dropped an album like pretty much once a year or every other year for a long period of time until like he called he crawled out of what I like to call the hyperbolic rhyme chamber. <laughs> That's what I like when rappers go away for a set number of years and they come back with an album and say, "Hey, listen to this." Right. It's the hyperbolic but it's not like he didn't chamber. try. I think it's just like he wasn't hitting like shit. It wasn't like people weren't really checking for Ludacris anymore just because he's like he's gone on to this sort of role with like he's 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 moved on to like philanthropic uh, philanthropic ventures yeah and yeah. a lot of you know movie ventures and a lot of things that just weren't rap um mm-hmm. it took away I bit I think a bit more from his credibility as a rapper because he was mo- more known as like the T.I. was the king but like ludicrous rival ti and sort of relevancy and sort of like the quality in his lyrics and Mm -hmm. everything like that he really right and he had like a string of like four or five number one albums back to back to back five number one singles which is like the most i think it's him eminem and diddy who tied for the most number one singles on billboard as a rapper Mm -hmm. just five number one singles so He's he's done a lot, but he's been away for so long, and he's just been doing other things for so long that his it took away from his credibility. So last week, I really wasn't checking for a Ludacris album. Like I really wasn't really into the sort of notion that I think he was going to just drop an album. I was going to listen to it. I'm like, this is the same old shit, and I was going to turn it right back off. But surprisingly, like this is a really surprisingly, it's a good album, and I think it's more surprising because I didn't think it was going to be a good album. But anyway. I think Ludacris does just really, really, um, he doesn't sound as contemporary as he used to anymore. Mm-hmm. I think just because in terms of the sound, in terms of, he came out so long ago. That people, it's dated now. Yeah, right? it's just dated. His, just the very sound of his voice is sort of dated. Just like the yeah. his, his delivery, like when, yeah. everything is just sort of like dated. Just but, listening to Ludacris. Honestly, that's how I feel about Jay-Z. Yeah. When I start like, to hear Jay-Z's voice, I think that I'm in... 97 again it's how i felt about like krs1 like 10 years ago like it's how i feel about Ludacris now it's how i feel about nelly now it's how i feel about ja Ja rule now just people who haven't really just like stood up to you know not only have they been out a very very long time but they haven't sort of stood up to the test of time and now Mm -hmm. they just sound really really dated in their work but he's got like a lot of really good stuff on this album in terms mm-hmm. of um the intro starts off good and the strong. intro the grass is greener call your bluff good loving ocean skies I think with this album you didn't like come see me I like come see me I like get lit too surprisingly yeah even though, get lit was a cool dream. um I think with this album he's sort of a uh, I wish this album. This very album came out like seven years ago when I was actually a Ludacris <laughs> fan, like a strong Ludacris fan. Because I think more 
what's different than this album than his previous seven albums, mm-hmm. and as I said last week, I actually own all of those seven albums, is that he's talking a lot more did about... You, did you build a fort with them? I built a fort with them. I took a picture of them like a long, long-ass time ago. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be on my Instagram. Hold up. But like, I think with this album, he speaks more about himself, and it's more it's more introspective than any of his previous albums have ever been. Mm-hmm. He's he's been Especially known as the end. yeah he's been known as more of a single rapper. He drops like these twerk songs like "How Low Can You Go," "What's Your Fantasy," um, yeah. "Roll Out," "One More Drink." You know, other songs, Get Back, you know, all, all these different songs. So he's been mo- more known as a rapper who, like, comes out with dope singles and the album doesn't really support anything. But this time around, he doesn't really have those sort of strong singles to go to. And I think he just created, I think, honestly, this might be his best body of work yet in terms of just, like, just a full, like, things that i can enjoy from top to bottom i think that this album was really good because it it had such a broad way it was really dynamic and had such a broad range of different producers on it it sounded real good like honestly like at least up to the first part of the album Mm -hmm. i was really enjoying it right and then it gets like sort of introspective when you get to like the lower parts and he's like talking about like issues he's going through and things right and i was like i didn't Put on a ludicrous album to listen to this, but I, he's this a grown ass man. He got grown ass man. He got grown ass man problems. He's not like right. twenty two fucking bitches in the Cadillac no more. Uh, he got kids. Like what I did because that's literally the same way I felt the first time listening to this album. Because a lot of those sort of personal tracks just sort of show up at the same time on the album, and they sort of yeah. create this sort of same old stream. So. Just what I do in terms of listening to albums, and you guys as listeners, maybe you can follow this sort of suit as well. What I do is I listen to the album straight through first. First listen, I listen to the album straight through and try to absorb it and like what it is and like what you know how the artist wants it presented at least because track listing and the order of the tracks is very important. Mm-hmm. And then second listen, I say fuck that, and I decide to listen to the entire album on shuffle. On shuffle because That's it cool. sort of isolates the different tracks. You you don't listen to it in a sort of um, package anymore. Sometimes what I do is I pause it before the other track starts. And then I go back and try to listen to that last track again. And before I even move on to the next track, I, like, take a pause and think about the damn track. And I'll be like, was this really that good? Was it really that bad? Can I really listen to this on a daily basis? And then I move on to the next track. Right. And I try to do that, like, I d- periodically I- through the album before I give it a whole listen completely through. I do, like, yeah. I, I do more of a shuffle thing where it's just, I like, I listen to it on shuffle because it isolates more of the yeah. tracks. You know which tracks you like more listen to on shuffle than listening to it in the way it's supposed to be presented because rappers or artists in general tend to do this thing where they want to have this sort of sequence of motion and then you kind of like throw it out the motion and mm-hmm. then you sort of be able to isolate the different tracks on its own so that's how i sort of listened to it earlier today um i can now pick out tracks that i really really like i'm surprised that he's still he's he's still pretty like He's still, in terms of delivery and flow and the lyrics, he's still pretty on it. Well, yeah, he's always a like he's always a pretty smart and sly. Yeah, rapper. in terms of he's just cool like dude. he's like he's, he's very witty. He's still that. He's still is very the delivery is still on point. The lyrics are still on point. It's just like really just like like the intro was just like punchline city, right? Or, or the grass is greener is too. That was also dope. That's just one of my standouts from the album and get lit too. And there's a there's a bunch of other songs, but he's it's, like. Go ahead. There's mad interludes and skits on this joint, too. It's, it kind of kills me, but at the same time, it's whatever, you know. It's right. kind of his project, but I I don't like, like, especially if this album gets certain serious points, right. I don't like skits. 
You don't like the skits, like the Viagra skit? The Viagra skit, I hate it. Really? I was like, I thought it was, you know what? No, because I've never had an erection and bitches <laughs> raging to come to my house. The, the EMTs? Like, EM- no, EMTs going to BJ me. Like. <laughs> but, like, I, I dig it just because it's, like, it's it's like it's previous old, Luda. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's old like, Luda. It's like the whole skit, Luda. like, you know. Yo, like, that, shit was, that shit was a good one. Whoa, a, like, that shit. Like, I said that you. So, I, I dig it. Um, in terms of this entire album, I'm gonna give it like a three out of five. I really was digging. Yeah, this album. I give it. The th- I give it three chopped cheeses. Yeah, I'm gonna give it three out of five. It, it was pretty cool. Everything was pretty cool. Is that us or? Oh, that's not us. It's outside. It's outside. Should we still answer it anyway? And yeah, because I'm in charge of things. Okay. All right. So we're gonna answer this phone call right now. All right. Who the hell is it? Why are they why are they calling? Do they do they not know this is a Two Belts podcast is recording right now? Are they not aware that the Two Belts podcast is re- and we're reviewing the Ludacris album as we speak? Who the hell is that? That was DJ Wagwan Tuan. He's oh, in word? the mix and he's also on his way here. Oh, that's but, dope. Um that's not important right now. What's important is we getting on to title. I hate saying the name title cuz it sounds like T I T L E. Well, Instead maybe of we're T I D A L. Maybe our fucking New York diction. Like, yeah, we're, maybe we're fucking it up and just calling it Tidal nah, all the time. Nah, B. Nah, B. It was invented by a New York nigga. New Tidal. York nigga. Tidal. 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 Like Tidal the bitch from the block. Tidal. She do. She do hair for a living. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tidal. I know Tidal. But um, so just in terms of just background and everything, so. Jay-Z bought a company, a, a, I think it was a Swedish company or something along those lines yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and now... Paid for it all in chocolate. Right. I think he paid, well, as much as I saw it, because I read like 15 articles on this thing, and everyone literally posted the same intro mm-hmm. paragraph. Thank you, non, you know... Copy-paste-and-ass journalist. Yeah. So thank you that. He paid $56 million for this sort of, um, for this company, so now he you know, pretty much owns the oh, company. Oh, he's, he's trying to flip his money crazy right and now. And he released this week a brand new app that's supposed to you know change music as we know it it's a streaming service it's a streaming service called title mm-hmm. um baby blue it's 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 like this weird seafoam blue ass color that people put on their screens it doesn't really have a logo it's really just like a blue square it's not appealing to the eye at least to me shit burns my <laughs> nigga shit burns to look at and like I'm i look like, at Nicki minaj's avatar then i look at her fucking instagram Nicki photos Minaj, rihanna like all these other motherfuckers got in there and i'm like just take that shit off like yeah that shit is a waste of their t- time your picture title blue or something like yeah i, I think that would have been smarter actually yeah like taking a photo of themselves and then tinting it that color right would have actually been smarter because it shows that they're down for it instead of looking like, yeah, I'm kind of a pawn. Yeah. So anyway, on Monday they had this, um, they had this sort of like press conference in terms mm-hmm. of just it, just introducing this sort of app to the world. And Jay Z brought out all these celebrities. He brought in Nicki Minaj, Usher, Rihanna, Usher, Beyonce, Chris Martin from Coldplay, Daft Punk, Dead Mouse. The um, the dude from Arcade Fire, fucking uh, Madonna. Uh, Jack White. Jack, Jack White was White, in the video. Alicia Keys for some reason via via Skype. <laughs> and she's like, Jay, you still have my number. <laughs> but like, he brought out all these artists, and then they sort of signed this pledge for the app, and it looked really just mm-hmm. in terms of that presentation of that looked really od suspicious. 
Yeah. Because it looked like everyone's already complaining that this is like the meeting for the Illuminati already. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, this is the most sus shit. <laughs> they're about to be like, yo, we're about to quit every label and just join Rock Nation, and you with AJ? And he's like, sure, I'll step on all your necks. Right, they're signing this declaration for this new app and everyone's just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And then they sort of announced the sort of plan for the app. So the title, there's pretty much, it's it's meant to be presented as an alternate alternative to like the other music apps like spotify or beats music or the other shits itunes music or a lot of different other things rhapsody if you're still listening to that for some reason oh god there's so many other <laughs> options i don't know why people still on rhapsody i mean it was one of the first <laughs> services one of the first people to if, switch if you're still using rhapsody you're also still using real player if you're still using <laughs> rhapsody you should switch to title because title makes you sound like you're washed if you're still using rhapsody you also have your you're also downloading the latest version of Winamp. If you're still using Rhapsody, you might be the person that kind of pays for porn. <laughs> if you're still using and Rhapsody, you're wondering why the hell is a Napster working? <laughs> if you're still using Rhapsody, you're wondering if you can still get stuff on LimeWire. Oh, my God. Yo, that should be... We should do a trending topic of this shit. If you're still using Rhapsody? If you're still using Rhapsody. If you're still using Rhapsody... I'm gonna tweet her right I know now. you really like the Black Album, and that about <laughs> it. Like, but like, and that about it. So he he introduced a service. He introduced a pricing plan, which is different than Spotify because Spotify has its it, it has a free service and a premium service. Mm-hmm. Free service, obviously free, whatever. Premium service, nine ninety nine. You don't have to listen to ads or some other bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's just like pretty much the nine ninety nine is like no, you don't listen to ads this time. And I think you can down you can listen to music when you're not outside or something or on wi-fi or something so can we we talking about we're talking about the price points we're talking about the price yeah go ahead so let's talk about titles like premium price point of like what 20 bucks it's 20 bucks the 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 regular plan is 9.99 9.99 and the 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 premium or the high fidelity hi-fi 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 is that what high fidelity it's it's getting more high fidelity audio than you're already getting yes you're getting. It's like it's gonna be 3D. It's gonna feel like oh my god. It's like Nicki Minaj is shaking her face in my ass, right? <laughs> her ass in my face. You're getting the cut that ass face part out. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're cutting. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You're cutting. I fucked that shit all the way up. So. <laughs> you're cutting. Yeah, you're... It makes it feel like you're at a fucking concert and shit. You're getting the highest quality version of Nicki Minaj's ass verse, <laughs> where she's saying like. You know, all this other, like... Like, you can even smell the lyrics. Right. Like, you, you can smell, smell ass. The, you can smell the real you smell ass. the lyrics. You can you can feel plies of, like... <laughs> Gritty-ass verses. Gritty-ass verses. The <laughs> savage, the inner savage in plies. Eat the pussy. You can feel it. Eat the pussy with some So, some it's like, it's pretty much top. the purest sort of audio quality that you can get, and you're paying for it for $20. It's so hard. It's like, <laughs> so stupid. For, for $20, and... um. I think just in terms of the the reason why it's um, they're doing this is so there's a much higher value on music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can pay the artists more. That's really right. what it is. It's really it's really because streaming services like we covered before don't right. pay artists properly. No, no, no. So no. title putting your stuff on title it creates a demand for it, and then you get these exclusive title releases. Like I think Rihanna's right. dropping something. She might. I mean, nothing has been confirmed. No, Rihanna yet, but... and Jay Z are dropping something via title. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Okay. It's a it's some joint that they're dropping, and I don't want to hear it because it's got Jay Z on it. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really think that you know he's appealing to a younger market. Yeah. I think he should chill out and just I don't know relax on his like I his think mogul money. I think um, in terms of this, 
Well, the the reason why they're doing the price points as well is just for to put them. The, well, in terms of what Jay Z says, in terms of where he's coming from, let me mm-hmm. just say that is to put a a value on sort of music where there where artists where the music isn't just uploaded on Spotify and listened to for free. Whereas people like the songwriters who don't the people the artists get to go on tour and they get to have these endorsements and things like that mm-hmm. where they're able to get paid from stuff. Whereas the writers of the song, the producers of the song, the engineers of the song, the studio people, oh. they don't sort of get that pay. And or they don't receive as much of, of the pie as the artist, and they also suffer from the sort of free version. Go ahead. This nigga lying, son. This, nigga, this, this nigga Jay Z is lying, son. He doesn't care about these people. Really? He doesn't. He just uses them. He doesn't care. This is because, like, and honestly, I I mean, they are giving. Honestly, a, who's majority shareholder? It's Jay Z. Exactly. But <laughs> so who's gonna be making the he biggest? Bought the, bust? He bought the company. What are you? What is he supposed to do? Like not have divide it clearly amongst the artists as well. But I'm not he's... paying fifty six million dollars and sharing the same percent as Nicki Minaj, Madonna, and Beyonce. Why? If you're making them look like your business partners in this Illuminati video, they all—he's zoning them. They all have three percent in this. They all have three percent. Three percent, nigga. What can you really I'm, do with three percent on a phone, nigga? I, I don't know. I don't know. Depends. It, it, it depends how big the company actually grows. It depends how long your battery life really is, nigga. <laughs> you know, you know, you go uploading two selfies and maybe you get a couple notifications right. and then kablooey. But um, what he's saying is, let me, let me, let me look this up. So. What he's saying is sort of the value on the music has decreased, and his his goal is to add value to music. You, um, the royalty rates are higher on the yeah app. a dollaral value, not like a cultural value. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's money based. It's not like I'm it's doing o- this for it's the OD good. Money based. It's, I'm not doing this for the good of the industry. Well, I think a lot of I think a lot of artists sort if, of feel that way. It's not like it's, it's if he it's did so feel culture. that way if right. he did so so feel it was about the culture then it would be sign better artists sign better producers go out do this footwork do this research right see what's buzzing on the internet try to make that a little more popular but right. this shit is really just about the money i think it's a lot of, i think yeah, it's, it's like really lars ulrich and napster what do you mean you remember when lars ulrich was fighting napster oh yeah, 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 yeah. Downloading that services? was like 15 years ago holy shit yeah we are old <laughs> but yo it's it's just like that it's just like a like a a counter movement to that statement, right? To that whole, that um, whole lawsuit, and because it, well, this was inspired. This was inspired by like Taylor Swift, who took her album off Spotify because she was like, "Yo, <sighs> y'all not getting my album for free." I don't care. You're shaped like a hot dog in a tube <laughs> in a tube top. Like this is inspired by people like Aloe Black, whose song "The Man" was streamed, six- and his hands probably mad ashy. <laughs> it was streamed 168 million times, and he made four thousand dollars from it. Word. That's that song up. is worth $4,000 to me. That, that, I pay $4,000 to never hear that song again. <laughs> that that's fucked up though. Like you can you can stream a song 168 million times and only mm-hmm. get paid $4,000. I'd be like, "No." Yeah, I would have been like, "No too." Because people aren't it's not like people people aren't in terms of just what statistics say, people aren't really First of all, pe- people weren't buying CDs anymore, mm-hmm. so then the industry shifted to downloads, and then downloads started booming, and now people aren't downloading songs anymore. They're just streaming mm-hmm. the stuff. So it's like the the, the the price point that the the value in terms of just like when you used to buy 
albums for $17. And then you only really now you bought songs for at least like $1. And now you're just streaming mm-hmm. songs for fucking free now. I think that's what he's he's meant to like put a value on music. And I think and, and, and I know what you're going to say, but I think a lot of different oh, yeah. artists are sort of echoing the sentiment, but just doing it in a different way. Oh, yeah? What am I going to say? No, I don't know what you're going to say, but I just want to stop you from saying what you're going to say. What do you mean? Um, I think a lot of different artists, because <laughs> you know why? Because I came up with this, like, smart-ass, like... <laughs> oh, where'd say it? Say it first. I came, no, I didn't apparently I'm going to say it first. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't... I came up with this sort of, like, thing that I was going to say... And I just want to say it before you totally go like, ahead. Go ahead. Make me say it. So I think in terms of <laughs> the value of music, um, yo, we are laughing way too much. On yo, this, this shit is too funny. Son. Like um, in terms of the value of music, I think it's echoed in different sentiments. I think mm-hmm. it's also echoed in when Kendrick Lamar and Schoolboy Q, they don't release mixtapes. They release Section 80 and force people to pay for it because mm-hmm. they want their value of their music to be justified. Yeah. They want habits and contradictions. Twelve ninety nine, you have to pay for that to get it. They have people like Nipsey Hussle who sells an album for $100. $100. Who wants to justify its price instead but, of... He gives it away for free. But that's the thing about Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle has more control than a lot of other artists. Right. He has control over his own masters. He has completely control over everything. That is a brilliant man. If right. you are an artist and you don't have complete control... The art, the, like, I don't the, think it's it's gonna it's very hard to have control over your master. Yeah, now. yeah, I think it is. Um, well, Jay Z has control. Over he his has master. no choice but to be. He he was never signed. He, he was, owns his own label. Right. He well, yeah. He no. He had to buy his. Um, I think reasonable doubt masters. He like, had to he buy had to them. Buy, like he had to purchase like his. Do I want to say that? I'm not completely sure about it. I'm so not completely sure either, but I know he but owns them. He 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 definitely owns his masters. That's the bottom line. But go ahead. What are you going to say in terms of? In terms of what? In terms of... Because I was talking about the value of music. Oh, that I was like, it. honestly, if the artist keeps putting out all like things that they like and the things that will be re- well-received, they shouldn't worry about that. Right. I, like, honestly, I know it's nice to make a living off of things, mm-hmm. but honestly, a lot of them live in, like, kind of the lap of luxury, and some don't. Right. I know that for a fact. Some niggas are just working, and they, like, look nice, but they kind of broke. Right. But, hey... Then again, get out of that contract situation you're in. Pretty but much. Hey, um, I think a lot of motherfuckers in, get signed without knowing how to read. In terms of just the response for everything, it was very, very suspicious looking. Yeah. Just because you have these very, you know, these multi-millionaires, damn near billionaires, and they all want more money for Yo, their music. I know one of them was CGI'd in there. <laughs> like, I know either Rihanna or Beyonce were CGI'd in there. Like, she's like, I got to be in the same room with who? Huh? Mm-hmm. Right. So... They're, Not today, girl. It looked OD suspicious because they're like, yo, we want more money for our music. But, like, you're a rich-ass music artist anyway. And yo, I think- and it's it's not even, like, niggas that are, like, bubbling. It's niggas that are, like, kind of at the top of their game. They're at the on- top. Rihanna's the highest-selling digital artist of this era. Yeah. Nicki Minaj, highest-selling female rapper pretty much ever. Like, so we want they are he already Beyonce. paid them money to make that ad right but he's giving them even more money right <laughs> because they have like a first tier stake into the company where they all get three percent and I think just just with that two, it, two solid reasons why I don't give a fuck about this ad go ahead Drake wasn't there Drake wasn't there I think he there was I believe there were discussions with Drake but he, he wasn't there but he yeah. wasn't there he wasn't there so if he wasn't there you know what that means what do you mean 
Go ahead. I, I can't guarantee the safety of this this, this It means app. Drake is obviously dropping his own fucking app, the oh. OVO Sound app. It's just going to be his fucking shit going to be gold. Shit is just Who was it? Gold. Donald Glover? Donald Glover turned his app his like icon red. Yeah, 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 or black or something along those lines. Go ahead. That shit is funnier. That shit is funny as fuck. <laughs> he's like he doesn't care either. Like it's uh, he's going to come out with his own OVO Sound app, but um <laughs> OVO Sound app. I think it just looks suspicious. It's going to be called Who <laughs> and that's pretty that's pretty yo Drake don't take that don't take that I'm gonna drop it first but um and don't put an owl on it you gonna be tight it's just mad suspicious cause it's like you can fuck my bitches I don't care Drake there's no free <laughs> option so either way you're giving your money whether it's monthly whether it's $10 a month or $20 a month you're giving your money monthly to them and it's just like they're richer it's like pretty much this is like the equivalent to like you don't want to give away your money because you don't know what's being done with your money and you feel like you're giving it away to some people who already have the luxury of money and it just looks suspicious from the jump. You know what I really want to happen um, for Title if he's going to make this like something that's going to last a long time? For people to also load upload original content to it, like a SoundCloud, but without the issue of like constant issues of copyright infringement. Actually, I think, um, well, copyright infringement, I can't justify i can't say no because i have a lot of friends that are remixers and they're getting their things pulled from sites and stuff, and stuff like yeah, that yeah just because it sounds a little similar and the, the 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 sample could be completely like altered in pitch and mm-hmm. and tempo but but i think it's because soundcloud gets fucking sued every time they just keep they get they get targeted every time because i remember when i used to have my website even if i put up a song that was just like that was just over on the internet. I get it pulled down because people didn't want it up. And um, I think it's it's the same way with SoundCloud. They're getting a lot of from labels and things like that, especially mm-hmm. if songs aren't supposed to be up or songs are sampled. They don't want a song to be popular and gain the money without it going through the proper channels of copywriting mm-hmm. and getting the sample cleared and all that stuff. So I think SoundCloud's sort of moving away. And it, it it happens because now they're becoming a lot more corporate than anything, so it's definitely going to happen. But in terms of just for title, um, as far as I read, they don't necessarily have a, a, a plan in place for um, independent artists uploading their things. They, yeah. they won't have to go through all the channels like iTunes mm-hmm. where you have to be signed to a label to put yeah. up a song or you have to, to have get... your stuff copyrighted right well. right you have to have all them sort of things it won't have that sort of uh, that sort of complexity to it but people will be able to um, upload all their songs and and Jay-Z had sort of an argument as well where he's like um, this gives artists more of the freedom to put the songs you know they 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 feel like should be um, as a label owner, do you feel like that's smart? Like, do you feel like it's smart to do? Like, let artists release whenever they want to? Because if I feel like something's hot, I'm going to want to put it on the internet immediately. Right. Immediately. Right. Like, just drop the shit. Mm, that's true. Like, you can't give them that kind of power, and he won't give them that kind of power. He'll schedule it and slot it. He'll say, yeah, you can release it when you want to but on my to... clock. Right, right, right. And that way we can both make money off of this. Right. So Because he's not dumb. He's making so much money. Well, I don't know if he's making so much money off it. This is more a risk than anything, just because people think very, this is like very risky. Od suspicious, mm-hmm. just because of just the way it was presented. Mm-hmm. That's my. It just popped strong, up overnight. That's my strong beat with it. The way it was presented. There were no press conferences earlier saying, "Yo, I'm doing this streaming app." Yo, right, check and it. there was no reason necessarily for. They didn't explain sort of the the 
the motives for the app other than they're trying to change the music culture and they're trying to raise royalty rates. They didn't they didn't he didn't explain during that press conference like, you know, why are they doing this? These other questions that are asked, like the label questions or like the independent artist questions or like other sort of questions that could have came up that would have been a lot more stronger than this sort of presentation of 16 multi-billion, multi-million signed artists all getting together to sign this sort of deal to make more money from an app that doesn't, you know, that requires you to pay definitely. So it just looked real suspicious. Um Anything else you want to say about Title? Um, like I said before, it's probably called Titled because he's washed. <laughs>